Happy New Year, friends. I always love the beginning of the new year. We've come off the highs of the holidays, had a nice little break with a bit of rest, and most of the time are ready to start from scratch with a clean slate. January 1 is like the great delineator. It's a new beginning, and the months ahead are filled with possibilities. And it's just such an energizing time of year because the rest of the world is all on the same page. New start. While every day offers us the opportunity for a new start, this time of year is special. And most people associate this time of year and new starts with the possibility of life shifts. For many, as we plan out the year, all the things we want to do or change, we get so excited about the possibilities that it's easy to forget to incorporate a very important part. Then a few weeks into January, we fall back into old patterns and start with the next week, next month, next year mentality. And it's a cycle of excitement and commitment that often turns to frustration and broken promises that have repeated themselves for years for many. In fact, statistics show that only 9% of people keep their New Year's resolutions, with 23% of people quitting by the end of the first week. (laughs) So I want to address the missing piece of the life shift puzzle, the mind shift. I have a dear friend that says every life shift begins with a mind shift. And in that spirit, Today's podcast is centered around the four mind shifts we need to make to make a life shift reality. Welcome to the official podcast of True Basis Health, where we focus on living a life that connects health and mindset for optimal well-being. In each episode, Mika Hill, certified total well-being coach and perfect health educator, will cover bite-sized topics ranging from transformational well-being practices to maximizing mindset and how to live a rewarding life full of purpose. Here's your hostess, Mika Hill. dive in. Quick question. Have you shared this podcast with a friend trying to make their health a priority or maybe they need a little help getting clear on what they want out of life? If not, would you mind just grabbing the link to this episode or the podcast in general and texting it to your friend saying, hey, I think you might love this podcast. Take a listen. It would mean so much to me. My mission is to use this podcast to help as many women as possible. So I'd be grateful if you could help me make that happen. Now, I started this year on a high, figuratively speaking, that is, in part because of my word of the year. For the last few years, I've been choosing a word at the beginning of the year to summarize how I want to address the coming year and really how I want to feel. My word kind of serves as a North Star, so to speak, a continual reminder to guide and support me. And this year's word, is unstoppable. I want to feel unstoppable physically, mentally, in my career, spiritually. And I think I was so pumped on January 1st because I felt like I was hitting the ground running. I mean, the doors open for the Clarity Club, 
I registered with uh, my sister for a fitness competition, and that was just on day one. All the habits and changes I've decided to make revolve around becoming unstoppable in my self-care routines, my business, and my impact on the world. And I don't know about you, but the last two years have been so full of restrictions and playing small. This year just had to change. It was about doing something different. Anybody else with me on that? So I want to encourage you, if you don't already have a tradition of picking out how you want to feel and a word of the year, consider doing it and use it to guide you as you make your next life shift. And I'd love for you to share your word with me on Instagram. Now, New Year's resolutions are more than just writing a list of wishes. It's about continually improving and working towards goals that serve you better. The thing is, if we can't believe them to be possibilities, if we can't believe we deserve whatever we've set out to accomplish, we don't have the support of our body, our mind, and really the universal guidance we need. So mind shift number one, as if, not when or what if, as if. The best way to work towards a goal is to act as if they are already a reality. And this is one of the first mental shifts towards making your life shift. When you aren't the person that is working out to win a fitness competition, and you aren't the person who is trying to lose 20 pounds, you can become the person who works out because it's part of who you are. You're the person that eats healthy because you value your body. So when we focus on the new identity versus the final end goal, we are creating and living into the habits of our future selves as if. So mind shift number two comes down to your new identity. Now, making a life shift without connecting to your new identity will be challenging. We need to know who this future self is we are working towards. And in doing so, we've got to ensure that it aligns with our true selves. Is it really something you want deep down or is it something that society has told you you should want? And this month in the Clarity Club, we talk about what New York Times bestselling author and master life coach Martha Beck calls the body compass and how the body sensations are a phenomenal guidance indicator in finding the path of least resistance to the true self. Let me ask you, have you ever had a gut feeling where you couldn't put your finger on it, but things didn't seem entirely right? That's usually your body warning you to proceed with caution. Sometimes if you go against it, you see what your body was trying to warn you against, right? It's those little hints that the body makes that are integral in making life run more smoothly and making your new identity a reality. So in this mind shift step, really check in with your body. What does your gut tell you? Does it feel good? When I checked in, I was so motivated. Sunday morning, I immediately had this rush of energy and I decided to organize and start prepping for stepping into being unstoppable. Literally, you could not get me to sit still. I was on a mission and nobody was going to stop me. Here's the thing. Starting with a bang is great, but what happens when that bang fizzles? What happens when January 7th, 
comes and 23% have decided to quit. What happens when life gets lifey and you begin to think, darn, I bit off more than I can chew. Unstoppable? Why didn't I choose something easier like cleaning my closet or learning to do the watermelon crawl? Maybe trying to stop singing so darn loudly in the shower. So it got me thinking of how often we dream big, but then start questioning if we are capable and worthy of reaching our goals. Two answers for you. Yes and yes. Today, I want to give you the tools you need to figure things out, to reach your goals and say on December 31st, I did it. If you check out truebasishealth.com backslash about, there is a download called Making the Ideal Real. And I encourage you to use this as you craft your future self statement. So we talked about a couple of mind shifts already, acting as if and connecting with your new identity. But how exactly do you connect with your new identity? Simple. Visualize. First, you want to visualize what you truly want. You want to feel it in your body. You want to make sure it aligns with your true self, your higher self, your future self, however you refer to yourself with a capital S. Because whatever you've decided on will need to become part of this new identity. Confirm it's not what you think you need to be or should be doing. It needs to be something you truly desire deep down. These are called self-concording goals, goals that are aligned with who we are and what we really want to do. And sometimes it's easy to want things, but not really. You know what I'm talking about? So visualizing is important because you have to make sure you're fully committed. There's a country saying about breakfast, the hog was committed, but the chicken participated. And the reason failure is so common when life shifts are attempted is that when we are not truly committed, we lose motivation, we find ourselves too busy, or we decide to change our goals and priorities. And it's really easy to do. So one way to figure out commitment levels is to go back to that visualization. How will following through with the items on your list look like a year from now? five years from now. If you can't imagine it, you're not going to be able to create it. So visualize it. Total commitment is a prerequisite for change, and it requires knowing the goal is possible and actually seeing and feeling yourself achieving the goal. So really feel into it. And are you grateful you followed through? Are there any adjustments your future self wants to tell you to make so the process is more straightforward? Just trust the process because your body will tell you the answers and the answers to your questions are as important as the hard work it's going to take to get you there because there will be challenges, there will be doubts that try to sow the seeds of failure and there will be ups and downs along the way. But if you can hold on to a vision, that is what is going to help you get through those hard times. So ask yourself, what if nothing was impossible? How would your life be different if you knew anything you imagined could become a reality? Because it can be. You want to ignore the outcome. Like literally ignore the outcome and just focus on this new identity. Who do you need to be? 
someone who is whatever your word of the year is, in my case, unstoppable, and then come up with your new system. And that leads me to mind shift number three, which is creating new habits. Acting as if through new habits will build your new identity one step at a time. So how do you act as if? You create a plan. You make a list of new habits that would be part of your new identity. And no, in the beginning, this acting as if will be pretend. It is make-believe. You've heard the adage, fake it until you make it. That's what this is. When I explained this concept to my husband the other day, he made the train sound, <laughs> sound from Mr. Rogers and said, okay, Lady Elaine Fairchild, are you ready for the land of make-believe? And all joking aside, each time you take action, you are building your new identity. As if. Not when, not what if, as if. It works in creating new habits. Now, for you overachievers out there, you don't need to implement all the habits simultaneously. In fact, I recommend you don't because it's all about baby steps and they are magical. Because as you master each baby step, they build on each other. The last thing you want to do is get overwhelmed. So have your big list, but start small. Layer them in and take them one day at a time. Be totally present and just follow your plan. Every action begins creating change at the deepest level. And each step starts cementing this new identity you're creating. And when you have clarity around the vision, it's a massive recipe for success. In time, you'll notice that everything you do reflects who you believe you are and can be. So it's all in the details. What are the steps you need to accomplish each item? Small, realistic steps, micro shifts. How will you integrate them into your life? What are your backup plans? And science shows it actually takes people 65 days to sink into new routines and behaviors. So don't give up. Here's the thing. Each time you successfully complete a new habit and take action in service of your goal, you get a dopamine hit. So each time you're successful, it's like this mini reward. You do it again, another hit. And before you know it, with consistency, the new behavior begins to feel automatic. There's less struggle and more surrender. And I'm not talking about surrender in a negative, give up kind of way. I'm talking about surrender in terms of the knowingness that despite what happens, despite what obstacles you encounter, you're on the right path. If you haven't read James Clear's Atomic Habits, I highly recommend it. He talks about establishing new habits by tucking them into existing routines and making them easily achievable. And he talks about how once habits are fully integrated, they just become part of who you are. One of the examples he provides is brushing your teeth. We all brush our teeth daily, twice a day. And if you don't, shame on you. But seriously, at one time, brushing your teeth wasn't a habit. Your mom had to remind you. And now it's just what you do. It's part of your routine and it's non-negotiable. Any habit you want to create can become as easy as the habit of brushing your teeth. And when times get tough and you don't want to do your new habit, remind yourself of all the other habits you weren't keen on starting with either and how you successfully integrated them. I want to share with you a story 
about 15 years ago, I decided I wanted to stop drinking sodas. I had this nasty habit when asked if I wanted to drink immediately, my default was Coke, which is a major faux pas because I live in Pepsi country in eastern North Carolina. So growing up, I had always helped my dad out at the club he managed where sodas were on tap. It was like the go-to if I was thirsty and old habits die hard. Even though I'd vowed to stop drinking sodas, inevitably I'd be out and about and I'd order a darn Coke. I would begin to beat myself up as I reset the clock on the number of days I'd been soda-free. Then I decided, you know, one, it's okay to correct yourself when your mouth speaks before your brain. And two, you're allowed some slack. So the new default became, I'm sorry, I meant to say an unsweetened tea. And I allowed myself one actual mistake per month. That meant I could have a soda once a month if I decided to. It was like a treat. And you know how some people have a cheat day when they go on a diet? I had a cheat soda day. <laughs> well, not a soda day, a cheat soda. So I no longer felt deprived by the harshness of no sodas because I knew I had the choice, even though it was a restrictive one. And it was such a game changer. It took about three months before I got out of the habit of asking for a soda. Since then, I've scaled from half and half tea to plain tea and eventually to water. And it's such an amazing difference eliminating that sugar from my diet. And I have to say that when I do have any kind of sugary drink these days, even if it's not a soda, my body's like, what are you doing? The craving is no longer there, and the enforcement of a new mindset is zilch. Like, I don't even have to think about it. And that's what happens when you practice habits long enough. They become second nature. They become effortless and just part of who you are. And you can apply the step-down technique to anything, whether you're giving up an old habit or you're trying to start a new, more healthy, productive habit. Turtle steps. Slow and steady wins the race. And statistics show that successful individuals are likely to experience 14 slip-ups during a two-year interval, which is where resilience from setbacks is essential to success. So in the Clarity Club, we have an entire module dedicated to resilience, as this is such an important part of making mind shifts and ultimately life shifts. So let's talk about the fourth and final mind shift. And the last mind shift is really in how you view support. Some people like to do things on their own. Some people are introverts. Others are extroverts. And depending on how you are naturally will be how you respond to support. Some people prefer having one or two buddies in a small inner circle. And others really excel in large groups when they feel like they've got more people in the corner. But at the end of the day, social support is a big part of building your identity and experiencing lasting mind shifts that lead to the life shifts you desire. And a support system becomes especially important after the first six months when you need help with willpower. Our minds are incredibly powerful and like to find an easy way. So when things start getting a little challenging, 
your mind will start giving you alternate solutions. You start questioning if you really want whatever goal you've set all that bad anymore. Is it worth the work? And without support and clarity, it is easy to get divided. A few years ago, I tried to change my eating. And I had set the same goal before, but it was always one that I made with myself. And I was never really successful long term. You know what I mean? This time, though, I verbalized it. I brought in a friend, an accountability partner, and each night we talk about our day. What went right, what went wrong, how we should fix things, what we should do differently. And she reminded me of my why when my mind started playing tricks. And at the end of the time, I lost 10 pounds. She lost like 30. But, I mean, we succeeded. And that's one of the reasons I'm so excited about this fitness competition I told you I signed up for. I'm doing it with my sister. There's a Facebook group. I've got William, my trainer, ready to get me where I need to be. I've set myself up for success. So. As you look at what you want to do and your new identity, how are you going to set yourself up for success? Even if you've cemented your mind shift, you can expect some resistance at some point. And support is critical to deal with the resistance. And this is what I love about the Clarity Club membership. Other like-minded individuals on the same path towards well-being and stepping into their purpose that can really hold space and provide suggestions when there are detours on the journey, and there will be detours. So those are the four mind shifts. And I'll leave you with this. As you progress on your journey, know that sometimes it will get tough. You will feel depleted. You might feel emotional, and you might question things. But there's good news. It will pass. If you did the work, the visualizing, the acting as if with your new habits, if you got support and you were expecting resistance, you've heard the saying, sometimes things get worse before they get better. Well, sometimes you're doing better than you're actually feeling. You are all good. You're going to make it. And December 31st, you are going to feel so happy you stuck with it. When you hit a rough spot, all you need to do is rest and hit the reset button, hit the ground running tomorrow, and start again with the same excitement that you had when you created your list and your new identity. Believe me, you have got this and you too are unstoppable. Here's to making the mind shifts you need to achieve the life shifts you desire. This is Mika Hill signing off. for listening to True Basis Health. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. And as you move through your day today, remember, a clear mind is a powerful mind. So cultivate clarity with awareness. You've got this.